What's up, everybody? This is PSK Radio, Print and Seek and Knowledge. We're back. We're back. Thank you for always listening and continue to support this podcast. Let's get into it. So within the last 24 hours, Trump signed the budget, so there won't be another government shutdown. But also today, he declared a national emergency to gain access to roughly about $8 million uh, to fund the wall. My main question is, what happened to Mexico paying for the wall? Um, that was his whole answer to every question. Who's going to pay the wall? Mexico. Who's going to pay the wall? Mexico. Who's going to pay Mexico? I'm going to force Mexico to pay the wall. When most people with common sense said, there's no way Mexico is going to pay for that wall. Unless some things transpired that would force their hand, i.e. tariff trade, stuff like that, that would force Mexico's hand to pay for that wall. There was nothing really done to force them to pay for the wall anyway. Uh, out of this $8 million, you have $1.3 billion going to come from Homeland Security. $600 million is going to come from drug uh, captures. So pretty much any drug money they find from the federal level i.e. you say El Chapo, they call 2.3 million, that money's going to go to the wall. Anybody else, that money's going to go to the wall. This person here, that country there, that money's going to go to the wall, which is good. Hey, what, what happens? We never know what what happens with this money anyway that they that they get from these drug cartels or, or this people with a lot of money that's involved in some shit, and we never find out anyway. So if they're going to use it for that, cool. I can see other we other reasons to use that money. Like, hey, if you can use the money for the wall, you can use the money for Flint. Five years of dirty water, unclean water, unsafe water. If we can use, it's, it's just amazing how we pick and choose as a government what to use funds for. A wall that is not leaving, breathing, that is that can't have a conversation with me will get funded before citizens of Flint will. Makes no sense. A city should not have to be using bottled water still. There is a problem that needs to be addressed right here in America that I say again, if this was Bristol, if this was Anaheim, this was Miami, any city with a lot of major money, there's no way that they would have unclean unsafe water for five years there's no way no one on the, no one on this earth could tell me or show me that yeah that would happen no way and if you think that you're fucking smoking crack because there's no way that those cities will be done like Flint has for the last five years not by one administration but by two administrations now and it's unsat to have that going on now let's get back to the wall you got uh, $2.5 million from the Department of Defense. Uh, you got $3.6 from military construction. So they're saying that's how they're going to get the money to use it. And my whole thing is, if you've ever been in- involved in fiscal matters at the government level, September of this year is a bitch. It's a bitch for everybody who works in anything related fiscal come September. Whether from the different companies and sections who's trying to get money uh, from the people who work the money every day, 
check and balance the books every day at the government level, military level. Come September, you are pretty much divvying up a budget. You're saying why you need this type of money and what's it going to go to. And you're giving justification of why it needs to be approved at all levels, right? Now, we only, October, November, December, January, February, five months from this budget that was submitted and these different sections or departments, that money is gone now. It's gone. It's going to be gone. And with this national emergency, more could be gone later. Since he's saying this, there's no approval he needs to get. There's no Congress that needs to step in. There's no Supreme Court. This is the president being able to do whatever he wanted to do. And here's the crazy part. He could have declared a national emergency a month and a half ago. He could have did this prior to the shutdown. He might as well should have done that since he was going to do this anyway. He forced Congress and the American public's hand. Hey, I'll shut down the government if I don't get this approved. So he did that. Then, all right, we'll come back. We'll open it up for three weeks. Approve the budget for the rest of the year and still use the national emergency as a way to fund the wall. That is not politics, people. That is not true politics right there. He did not do anything special, but I will give him this. He stuck to his guns. This is what he's been preaching and boasting to his base since day one. He's going to get a wall. But just think of this now. We have seen a president do this. Has it been done before? But the tactics used to do this, we will see more of it. We will see to a higher degree. We will see it to a level that we've never seen it before because we're just talking about a wall. Next, it could be us. A national emergency on us and who could stop it. So talk to me, people. You you can hit me at Twitter at Life Extra Large for PJ. So that's L-I-F-E XL for PJ. Hit me with your comments. Get back to you. Uh, and we can definitely talk about it. Colin Kaepernick within the last hour. Him and Eric Reed. Colin Kaepernick, former uh, 49ers quarterback. And Eric Reed, former safety for the 49ers, who's now playing with uh, the Carolina Panthers, have settled their grievances against the NFL. What is this saying? We must remember that Colin Kaepernick never went through the uh, National Football League's uh, Player Association. He went and hired a lawyer that's handled Chris Brown's case, Michael Jackson's case, a uh, high-profile lawyer that pretty much does his job and he wins. Uh, they settled. The NFL settled. So this collusion, um, We'll never know because it's confidential as far as how much money both players got. But I want to assume they both got a lot. I think the NFL couldn't handle this being out there anymore. Want to move past it. I think definitely Colin Kaepernick 
It shows he had a true grievance. It shows that he can still play in the NFL. Will he play in the NFL? Will he be on a roster? Will he be given a tryout? We don't know. But anytime that you settle, it's not a myth of guilt, but it's definitely lets the other party know, damn, you got us. If we go to trial and it's you know, a jury of our peers and this is the news, we'll lose. We'll lose big time. And I don't think they want to go there. Uh, hey, we had, they went against Tom Brady and they went hard. This year, they didn't go hard. They just let it take the process, didn't talk too much about it. So that lets me know there was some text, there was some conversation, there was some backdoor deals, there was some meetings like, hey, this guy cannot play in the league right now. Because if there was nothing wrong, you never settle. You never settle. You'd rather spend that money going to court and losing if you're going to lose than not going to court and giving someone some money. And they have the money to give, but it's always the point. Because everyone's going to question now. So what was what was really with it? So is Colin Kaepernick, quote unquote, able to play in the NFL? I have said it since day one, since March 16th, the last time he played of 2016. Yes, he can still play in the NFL. Is he still top level? I believe so. He Now he got almost two to three years of a fresh body with the right team, right system. He can play. Do I think he was given a raw deal? Hell yeah, because... For taking a knee, he's out the league. When you have people abusing women, their woman, other women, it doesn't matter, and they're back in the league. Unbelievable. So what is that telling us as people? The NFL will give you a second chance if you put your hand on a woman before they give you a second chance for putting your knee on the ground. That makes no sense. One is abuse, one is peaceful. And the person that's peaceful is getting punished versus the person who's abused someone, lied about it, the truth comes out, and they're given to be back in a league. Oh, we're going to suspend him from six games. Oh, he got to do this. Oh, he got to do that. Go to counseling. Meet these wickets. And they're back in the league. Where Kyron and Kaepernick, how can you suspend someone for taking a knee who's done it peaceful? Who's done nothing at all to say that, hey, this is what black people are going through. And I'm half black. He's half black. He's half white. And I'm going through. I'm saying, hey, there's a bigger purpose than me playing football, and there's people that's going through this, and this is bullshit, so I'm going to take a knee. I'm going to take a peaceful way of discriminating what I feel is wrong, and he's out the league. This Imagine that if you're at work on any other job. Most people, oh, if that's work, no. If you see something that's wrong and you filed a grievance you're out. If you say, I don't like that, you're out. If you say, hey, what's going on? You're out. 
This happens every day. It's a power struggle. But you want to sell them it. Part of the agreement of the settlement, they can't disclose the figures. But I know it's more than 500,000, a million, three years, what his salary was prior to leaving. I know the funds is up there. It should be in the millions. Eric Reed, the same thing, should be in the millions. They will never want to disclose that at all. I wish he could. That he could say, you know what? I don't want the fucking money. I'm going to disclose it anyway. Good luck, but they'll sue him. Right? So he can't do it. But whatever that amount is, he'll never have to work again. He'll never have to go to the NFL if he doesn't want to. I'm guarantee you that. And guess what? It's probably more than any guaranteed money he's ever gotten out of the cheap-ass NFL because we all know they don't play their players. So it's a win-win for him. It's even a bigger win if he is given a trial or on a roster because if he's not, what is that proving to the NFL? What are you saying, NFL? You pay some because you know y'all fucked up. And in return, he's still not on the roster. It makes no sense. So we will see. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, the Pelicans. Wow, the Pelicans and the Lakers have been going through it for the last um, month, you would say, prior to the trade deadline. Lakers, Magic, were trying to get uh, Anthony Davis. Pelicans, like, yeah, 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 you want them. We want the kitchen sink. We want this. We want that. We want four of your players. All your first-round draft picks. We want cash. We want everything. They wanted everything. And today, they parted ways with the GM, Del Depps. Del Depps, as a GM, you were foolish. You let other GMs and other teams get in your ear. To come with something so crazy as what team would give up for the young players that are first or second round draft picks? No one will. And then, hey, I want two of your veterans. So that's six players. And oh, yeah, give me first rounds and second rounds. So technically, a team is having 12 people they could have had gone from the team. In with some cash for Anthony Davis, great player, baller, seven footer, 26 years old. I get why the Lakers would want him, but not to the point to where we're got to give up the whole team to have him. And you know, the whole basis of if he would have caved to the Lakers, he was going to lose his job anyway. And guess what? He lost his job midseason, all star break. As a classic line on Friday, he got fired on his day off. There's no NBA games right now for the next week because All-Star Weekend is this weekend. So, unbelievable. Uh, He should have been a better bargainer. He played poker. He poker faced and he lost. He lost. 
big time. That goes to what I'm going to get at now. Stop listening to people who have don't have your best interests, but they put they give that perception like they do. No one had the best interests of this GM or that team. It was more of, hey, if you stop this trade, none of my players or no other team in a bigger market is want to steal players or take a player in a smaller market. It was never about the Pelicans. It was always about someone else ensuring that it wouldn't happen to them. You always, always got to look out for your best interests in life. That's just how it goes. When you have people telling you, no, you shouldn't do this. No, you shouldn't do that. And they start coming back with the we. It's no longer about you. It's about them. Listen to what I just said. When they start coming to you about we, we is no longer about you. It's about them. That's an airy scenario in life. So if you want to do something, I would say do it. Do whatever consequences or rewards or afterwards, but never let anyone come and put their two cents into what you're really trying to do for yourself. Because at the end of the day, look what happened. The man got fired. Will he get another job? Did, uh, not right now. Not right now. Every other team has a GM. They don't need one. He's going to have to wait. And then the way this played out, he might have to wait a while to get back into a GM spot. That was foolish. So yourselves, you got to ask yourself the same thing. When you make a decision that's based off other people, are you willing to wait if the consequences come back bad? Del Demps, the GM, the former GM of the Pelicans, his decisions came back to bite him in the ass. Listen to other folks. Instead of really determining what was best for the team. You had a player who said they didn't want to be on a team anymore. Trade me. Oh, Anthony Davis, if you leave us, you know, you're losing $50 million out of your max contract. I don't care. I want to leave. If you stay to 2020 and you demand a trade, you're losing $150 million. They said the kid would be the first $300 million ball player in an NFL, I mean, NBA signing a contract. He didn't care. Come to LA, he's going to make that back in some. For movies, endorsements, he's the next big thing that would have been in uh, for the team. Plus, LeBron's getting older. So the transition of who team it would have been would have been going from LeBron to Anthony Davis. That's what the Lakers was trying to do with Kobe to Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard just didn't work out. He didn't see the bigger picture. I think he was scared of what would have happened with the bigger picture. Yes, coming to L.A., we want championships. We deserve the championships. We spent a lot of money, a lot of time. That's what we're about. You come to L.A., you're coming to the Lakers. It's about winning, baby. That's all it matters. If you can't win here or if you're afraid to win, don't come to L.A. If you're scared of the lights, you're scared of the pressure, if you're scared of the media, the limelight, being the face, L.A. is not the team to come to. 
I don't see Anthony Davis as one of those type of players that are scared of taking on that role. LeBron's not scared of taking on that role. A lot of other players, yes, are scared to take on that role. That's why we haven't been able to get those free agents we won in previous years because they're scared to take on that role and that pressure. I don't see Anthony Davis doing that. Um, now, with Dell Demps gone, I definitely believe a trade will go through. Uh, not now, but definitely during the offseason. Um, this the, is the way they're playing right now. Uh, he's playing. He got injured last night. He's uh, only been averaging about 14, 12 points. Uh, he got 14 points last night. The previous game before that, he got three. Um, he doesn't want to be there. Hopefully, all-star break, you know, he gets it out of his head that he's not going to be traded this season, not until the end of the, end of the year. Um, and then he's gone, and he can be happy to where he wants to be. Why keep somebody on a team, or just in life in general, who doesn't want to be there? I, I never understood that. Why try to keep me? If I'm ready to go, let me go. You can't control my feelings. You can't control my desire. You can't control my heart of where I want to be in life. Let me go. Let me go do my thing and flourish. Like he said, he's 26 years old. He's in the prime of his career and he's wasting it away with the New Orleans Pelicans. They haven't done the things to ensure that year after year he can go deep in the playoffs. Year after year he can compete for a championship. Is not happening. So I can see where the young man's coming from. I definitely see that this summer there will be a trade. This summer the Lakers or Boston or the Knicks will get him now because the GM that was there is going to be fired is fired. The person that takes over for him is not going to want to be fired. So they're going to do what's best for the team and more importantly. The owners were like, hey, we look like we look stupid as hell. Love him. Great for what he did for the organization, but get him out of here. Go get us these players and draft picks that we could have got. I don't think now it's not going to be as high as it was before with then there's six players and six draft picks and all that, but maybe two and four. Two players, four draft picks, some cash. And it's done. They lost, they lost their leverage. They should have made the trade, and they didn't. So tell me what you think about that. Yeah, you know, this past week we had the whole Gucci fiasco of the blackface. Uh, uh, Gucci had recently uh ad where they had one of their models with a turtleneck that was black with red lips. Um In a campaign during Black History Month. Now, it could have been any other month, too. But at this point, these companies have been around for years. When I'm saying years, Gucci has been around over 50 plus years. And with that, you can't tell me you don't know the history of blackface. All these major companies. You can't tell me that. Blackface, if you don't know, was part of menstrual shows. Had white people dressing up as blacks in a form of entertainment to let you know about black people, which is crazy. Menstrual shows started 
right after the end of slavery. So let me say that again. Mentor Show started right at the end of slavery. But you want to depict me in a negative light. I'm a black man. So I was a slave black then. I was only quote unquote not human, quote unquote beneath the white man. Quote unquote, never was good enough. Quote unquote, three fifths of a human. Right? It was quote unquote by God's will. I was supposed to be a slave. I was a slave back then. And then flip it right after slavery. Oh, let me, as a white person, dress up in blackface. And active as I'm black, active as I'm a slave, active as I'm a dandy, active if I'm a black soldier, act like anything that's black related during that time. And I'm going to take this throughout the country and show to the world this is what black people are like. Ha ha ha. It's very funny. No, it's fucking not. I'm sick and tired of these companies uh, doing this and then saying, oh, we apologize. There's no way you're in a boardroom with ads with 10 to 15 people and no one thought of saying what the fuck are we doing it's 2019 and we're still dealing with the same issues that my father who's going to be 64 is dealing with that my mother 62 is going to be dealing with if their parents were here they would be in their late 90s going on 100 that they had to deal with it makes no sense that this is still going on. On the flip side, you have some black people. Oh, I don't know why everybody's complaining because half of y'all can't afford Gucci. How the fuck do you know who can and who can't afford Gucci? How do you fucking know who and who cannot afford Gucci to say something so fucking stupid like that? Quote, unquote, oh, they got fake Gucci on anyway. Does it fucking matter what they got on? Whether fake or new, someone's still benefiting off of it. Gucci knows that there's fake Gucci out there. All these companies know. Like they always said, bad press is free press. So they love that these people wear fake Gucci because, quote unquote, somebody's going to go match up that fake with the real. Oh, you got a fake Gucci belt? You're going to want these real shoes. Damn, I do need those shoes. And eventually you want to get away from that fake to go buy the real stuff. But to hear someone of my own people say, oh, you know, I don't know why y'all complaining because half of y'all got fake Gucci. Y'all need to be worrying about more shit. No dipshit. It's a bigger fucking picture. It's about the images that is displayed by a company that is getting our money. Hard on money and then telling you, hey, fuck you and your culture. Fuck you and your people. But hey, keep paying towards the cause. Keep making Gucci rich. That's what they're saying. Because a lot of people buy Gucci. You can buy whatever you want to buy. It's about the principle of you bought something and then somebody says, hey, fuck your culture. Hey, fuck you as a person. Hey, fuck you because of the color of your skin. That's what it's saying when someone does some shit like that. So when I hear somebody that's out of base, out of touch, There's nothing really to even 
and lighten their ass with because they're dumb. They won't see the big picture. They never will. But Gucci, your ass is on the clock. You need to straighten up, get your shit right. Uh, Prada, the Fendi's, all these companies, do you realize that we don't have to spend any of our money with you and we can go for the guy or the girl startup company, the mid-levels, the companies that definitely are for everybody, that make still good quality stuff that's not the highest price that you guys have. Do you know that, hey, Tommy Hilfiger had a bad rumor about how he made a design. He never designed his clothes for black people and Asians back in the late 90s. And quote unquote, that rumor was never true. But it was so powerful at that time. I haven't seen anybody black wear Tommy Hilfiger in 20 plus years. Do you know their Gucci that that shit can happen to you and a whole lot worse. We don't have to wear your product anymore. We don't have to wear none of your clothes, the belts, the bags, the shoes, none of that. We don't have to anymore. We can go and find us a company that is pro everybody, that makes good quality stuff, and say, fuck you now, Gucci. Good luck. Let everybody else wear that shit because the times have changed. You don't have to be disrespected by anybody, any company, at all. So that's been PSK Radio. You know, definitely some hot topic subjects going on. That's been this past week. Wanted to give a little, you know, um, thought process to them before next week's episode. Definitely going to keep this going. Really like talking with you guys, giving out my thoughts. Uh, definitely reach me at Life XL for PJ. Life Extra Large for PJ. That's L I F E X L for PJ at Twitter. Shoot me a DM, reply, whatever. We'll get back to it. Looking for some more guests. So if you're trying to be a guest on the show, uh, definitely, yes, um, politic. See what our schedules are like, and definitely we can get to it. <laughs>